everybody, John Fenn here, Church Without Walls International, CWOWI.org. We're a worldwide house church network. We follow the biblical and historical pattern of rotating homes and rotating who leads uh, on a weekly basis or whenever the, you meet. And, uh, and so that's uh, how it happened in the early church. They went from 120 to saturating the Roman Empire inside of 300 years by, by going from house to house, rotating who leads, who's hosts, and every become, everybody becomes empowered to share what Christ is doing in them. And go to our website, cwowi.org, and there you can find out about House Church. You can also sign up for my weekly thoughts, which is a weekly teaching, and also my monthly newsletter. It's in the teaching in the newsletter where I put information of our Zoom meetings, uh, prophetic words, uh, conferences, things of that nature. So anyway, today asking the question, have you judged God? That may sound like a, a funny thing for us to do, but it's the one area, uh, one time that we're told that somebody did that. And it's, you know, I'm doing as I'm recording this in November of 2021. Uh, and yes, you can notice a little a little cut there. The, a tree and I had a disagreement uh, yesterday when we were, when I was out working in the yard. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm doing a series on the faithfulness of God. Uh, and you can find that on our on our website. Uh, and in our weekly thoughts and everything. But uh, I'm doing a, an audio series, either CD or MP3. And one of the verses that comes up, and it's been a favorite of mine for decades, is Hebrews chapter 11, verse 11, where it says that Sarah received strength or literally power, dunamis, to conceive and was delivered of a child when she was past age. In the King James Version, it says, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Because she judged him faithful who had promised. This is something that every one of us do when we are battling with ourselves, battling with the circumstances, uh, the circumstances of life, the will of another person. And when things are outside of our control, especially, we have to make a judgment call. Now, it's interesting if you look at the pattern with Abraham and Sarah, there was a process that both of them went through. But I want to get into Hebrews 11, 11. It says that she judged him faithful who had promised uh, the word judge there is not the same word uh, judge that is used in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 2, where Paul says, don't you know, we will judge the world, we will judge angels. That word, K-R-I-N-O, krino, uh, or krino, krino, uh, means to, to administer judgment, to be an administrator. In other words, we're, we're, it's not a heaven or hell judgment when Paul said in 1 Corinthians 6, 2, that we'll judge angels, we'll judge the world. He's talking about we'll be part of the administration, part of the government. We will we will have authority in the age to come. And that's one use of a word, but it's a totally different word uh, in Hebrews 11, 11, where it's translated that, that Sarah judged him who faithful, who had promised. The word judge there is a compound word, and it literally means to have the prevailing thought, or, or literally means one who leads the way. It was used to speak of a government official who would lead the way. We might think of it as a tour guide, or as an elder, or when you have a, a group of leaders sitting in a room, there's one leader that's greater than any other leader who has the heaviest vote, the weightier voice on a decision, and that person's opinion will carry the day. And so that is the word used there, translated where it says, Sarah judged him, who had who judged him faithful, who had promised. In other words, she had lots of thoughts going on in her head, but she made a judgment call. She decided that God's promise would have the precedent. God's promise would lead the way, and she would control her emotions. She would control her thoughts, 
and she would allow, she would make a judgment call and let God's opinion lead the way in her thoughts and, and in her emotions. Now, the second thing to bring out there in Hebrews 11, 11 is that she judged him. She made this call. She decided he would have the preeminence. His voice would have the preeminence, the, the weight uh, in her mind and her emotions and her thought processes. Uh, who had promised. And that's the key that a lot of Christians miss out on when they're faced with a, a diagnosis, when they are facing uh, financial lack, when there are, are, are difficulties going on. We just want to, and we're trained, unfortunately, in so much of church culture, just to flip open the word, the scripture, and say, okay, here's a here's a verse, I'm going to stand on it. And, and I'm going to stand on that verse, and I'm going to make it happen. That's not scriptural. That's church scriptural. That's, that's the, the philosophy and the traditions of man scriptural, but it's not biblical scripture. Nowhere, you know, no, Noah didn't turn to a scroll somewhere and say, I, I've decided to build a boat and I'm going to stand on that. Or Abraham didn't turn to a scroll somewhere and say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, take a walk and become the father of many nations. Joshua just didn't decide, okay, I'm here at Jericho. I think I'm going to look at the writings of Moses and boom, there in Exodus, something, something, I'm going to stand on that verse. Now, faith, Faith is is first having a grace, um, Ephesians 2.8. By grace are you saved through faith. That's not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, unless anyone should boast. And so what it says is grace uh, comes first, a revelation. Grace is a revelation. It is empowerment. Noah, I'm going to flood the earth, build a boat. Abraham, I want to make you father of nations. Take a walk. Moses, I want you to be the deliverer to lead my people out of Egypt. Every single time faith is involved, grace comes first, a revelation comes first. And so when Sarah judged God faithful, it was because he had spoken to her that she was going to have a son and she was to name him Isaac. And so she let that opinion, that promise that he had given her, lead the way in her thoughts and in her mind. And see, what we're faced with today is people are just so afraid and they are so, uh, they know more about the Lord than they know him. But the word of God, the scripture, the chapter and verse, Genesis through Revelation that we call the word of God flows first from the person who is the word of God, that is Christ Jesus. He is the word of God, you know, John 1, 1. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word uh, was God. Uh, and, and in verse 14, he says, and that Word became flesh and lived among us. Jesus Christ is the living Word of God. And from him, scriptures have come that we stand on. But you can't just pick and choose, independent of the real, real Word, a verse to stand on. We have to go to him and we get a, and we spend time with him and we spend time receiving revelation and peace and comfort and everything he wants to give. And it's from that that a, a verse is quickened to us or a revelation comes that this is our situation as we read our, our Bible. And, and it's, it's actually our faith is not on the chapter and verse. Our faith is on the person who, who uttered the chapter and verse. You understand what I'm saying? So Sarah just didn't just judge him faithful by picking out a, a scripture. He had spoken to her that she would have a child and name him Isaac. And so she went through this process. If you look at it, that we have to go through, we, we, you know, in Genesis 15, the Lord appeared to Abram as the word of the Lord. In fact, Genesis 15, 4 says the word of the Lord came to Abram. And it says he, the word of the Lord, took him up into space. He brought him forth abroad in the King James Version. But I heard a rabbi teach it. And the rabbi said that in, in, the, in, the, in Judaism, in, the, in the, the commentaries and everything, they believe that Abraham was actually brought up into space by the word of the Lord who appeared to him and said, number the stars. That's how, that's how uh, many your seed will be. 
And so the Lord told him it would come from his own body. That son would come from his own body. And so that's Genesis 15. When we go to Genesis 16, Sarah and Abraham are talking about this. And Sarah says, okay, why don't you, you know, he said it's going to come from your body. Obviously, I have not had a child. I'm past age. So to make a baby with Hagar. And Abraham listened to his wife and obeyed his wife and, and did that. And Ishmael was the result of that. But later the Lord appeared to Abraham and Sarah together and he changed their names from Abram to Abraham and Sarai to Sarah. He, he breathed into them and he said, you're going to have a son named Isaac. And Sarah in Genesis chapter 18 even laughed at the Lord. And, and he said, no, you're going to have a son. And so Sarah had to go through this process where she at one point was laughing at the idea that she was going to have a child. But somewhere in between there, she judged him faithful. She said, you know what? He has promised me, and I'm going to let that thought lead the way in my mind and in my, in my thought processes. And that's what I felt led to share with you today, is to go through that process. Don't just pick a chapter and verse. Spend time in with the Lord. Spend time in worship. Spend time wherever it is that you found, have found in the past that he has spoken to you, that he's revealed things to you, uh, that he's given you peace. Sometimes that word is only going to come by peace, that you know that you know that person that you love is going to be okay, or that circumstance will work out, or, or you know this is going to happen, and you get that peace about it. Let that word, that is what you stand on, what the living word, the person of the living word has promised you. And then you make a judgment call. You judge God. You say, I am considering him faithful who has promised me. And then you rest. Faith feels like peace because Hebrews 4 tells us that if you've entered into, if you're in faith, then you have ceased from your own work. So stop your own work and just rest and stay in that and guard your hearts and minds, your thoughts to stay in there. Let your minds be led by the promise and judge him faithful. All right. God bless. Hope that's been a blessing. 